another edition of Jonesing for Football, or is it Jonesing for Football? I see young Cody Winstead has his sign over his shoulder in Philadelphia, and it doesn't say Jonesing for Football. It says Best Defenses in NFL. Cody, have we changed the name of our podcast? Have no fear, Bill Jones. We're still going to go with Jonesing for Football for the name, but I thought this would be a cool addition to just throw the theme of the podcast over my right shoulder here. Today we've got best defenses in the NFL. And I see you've got something new on your wall there as well. That's right. I've got the American flag over my left shoulder because it is a holiday weekend. But we don't take holidays here on Jonesing for Football. Happy Independence Day weekend to all of you out there as we are very patriotic on this edition. And it is the month of July, Cody, and you know what that means. Football, baby, <laughs> coming up at the end of the month. Training camps are getting ready to open. Are you psyched? That's, I am. I am. The Cowboys, they report on a Tuesday. The uh, state of the team address with Jerry and Stephen and Mike McCarthy is on Wednesday. First practice Thursday of that week, which I think is the 22nd, maybe. And then uh, I'll be headed there as well around that same time. Haven't firmed up my travel plans, but uh, I'll be broadcasting three of the preseason games. Of course, the Cowboys play in the Hall of Fame game in Canton, Ohio. And it's a big Hall of Fame weekend this year for the Cowboys with uh, Jimmy Johnson going into the Hall of Fame, as well as Drew Pearson and Cliff Harris. And the uh, Cowboys playing the Steelers on that Thursday, August 5th. And then they come back right after that game to Oxnard, California, Cody, and they will scrimmage against, well, at practice, against the Los Angeles Rams on that following Saturday, just two games after that first uh, exhibition game, the Hall of Fame game. So I can't wait for it. Training camp, my schedule, don't know any of it, but it should be a lot of moving and shaking between camps um, July the 25th or 26th through the second week of August. So let's go, Bill Jones. Let's get some football. All right. And let's get some best defenses in the NFL. All right. What's the game plan here? You got a couple of defenses. I got a couple of defense. We're going to talk about it. Is that what we're going to do? Yes, sir. I looked up an interesting stat to set up our segment here. Did you know the last eight Super Bowl champions have had top 10 scoring defenses? So today we're discussing that side of the football I'll let you go first, Bill Jones. Give me a defense you think will be dominant here in 2021. Well, you know what? That Was that a win stat, by the way? Sure. Let's go with that. Let's go with that. Okay. That was the win stat of the week. I like right. that. So that tells me that defenses win championships still in the National Football League. Would you agree with that notion? I would. Okay, you got to have offense too, but a little bit. You need defense also. All right, so that sets me up just perfectly. My number one uh, defense I want to talk about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And did you know, Cody? I know you do know because everybody knows this. Tampa Bay's got everybody coming back. They didn't lose a soul, and so they had a defense that was ranked right up near the top of the league last year and uh, which kept your string alive from your win stat of the week. Uh, they also had the top run defense in the league. And uh, what I, but I like most about the Tampa Bay defense, and not only the personnel that they, they have there, but the guy who's coordinating the defense, and that would be Todd Bowles. I liked him ever since 
I first met him when he was a secondary coach for Bill Parcells here in Dallas. And of course, then he was the D.C. with Bruce Arians in Arizona. I thought he put some really good defenses together there. Made it all the way to the conference championship game one year. After a short head coaching stint with the Jets, he's, you know he's on the fast track to be a head coach again very soon. Decided uh, not to uh, entertain any possibilities this year because of what they've got going at Tampa Bay right now. Otherwise, I think he would have been in the hunt for a head coaching job this year. But I, I look for Tampa Bay to do not only what they did last year defensively, but even improve on it a little bit because some of the young guys have a year under their belt. And uh, as much as people talk about what's going on offensively with Tampa Bay, let's not forget what's, what they have on defense, which is a great mix of veterans as well as young players. You know who's very aware that they have studs on defense? Patrick Mahomes. Oh, Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> he found out in the Super Bowl that they've got plenty of studs. We know the pass rush that they have. Um, obviously, the linebackers are great. Levante David, uh, Devin White, what a monster he is. And then they've also drafted well with Devin White a couple of years ago. And then your guy, Antoine Winfield, in the secondary part of that good young secondary they have as well. So Tampa's definitely doing it on that side of the ball. Let me give you my first one, Bill Jones. I think these guys have the best defense in the NFL, and that's the Washington football team. Last year, finished second in yards, second in pass defense, and second in fewest big plays allowed. Now, what's most remarkable about Washington's seven and nine division title, besides the fact they won seven games and won a division title, was the fact that their offense ranked 30th in yards and 29th in turnovers. So they hardly got any yards on offense and they turned the ball over and they still won a division despite that. Truly remarkable. And remember this, Bill Jones, they hosted the Bucs in the playoffs and they were only down two points in the fourth quarter. We know the Bucs ended up winning the Super Bowl. So that's pretty remarkable as well. Let's run through some of these notable guys on defense because not only are they loaded, but they're very young and it looks like they're going to be good for a while. It starts with my favorite player in the entire league. That is Chase Young. The pro bowler coming off a really nice first year, seven and a half sacks, most among first year players. He also had 10 tackles for a loss, which ranks in the upper echelon of the league. And the thing I like most about him, Bill Jones, leadership, because he was named a captain of the team at 21 years old. This dude has the team going in the right direction. I love that. See, most teams would be ecstatic to have a good young pass rusher like Chase Young. But guess what? Washington, they've got two young pass rushers because Montez Sweat, he's going to be 25 when the year starts. He actually led them in sacks last year. He had nine. I think this year he gets to double figure. So they're going to have two guys with double figure sacks flying off the end. That's going to be difficult. And then they're also joined on that D line by Jonathan Allen and Deron Payne, both former first round picks. And together, they make up the best D-line in the league. I think that's pretty much a uh, fact. Everyone realizes it. And so the good thing about Washington, they've committed to the defensive line the last five years, and it's paid off. And Bill Jones, you'll like this. It kind of reminds me of what the Cowboys did about 10 years ago when they 
spend a lot of first round picks on offensive line. And so the Cowboys won offensive line and it led to them actually winning the division three times in five years. And so Washington's kind of taken the same formula, just changed the position group. And I think that's going to be one of their keys um, to their success going forward. So you have a great defense. Your offense is terrible. So what do you do with your first round pick, Bill Jones? You draft defense. Take a linebacker. Of, of course, you draft defense. <laughs> you go with a linebacker. And that's what they did. Kentucky linebacker, Jamin Davis, number 19 overall. One of the fastest risers in this draft process at, uh, at the end there. And if you haven't seen him, I can describe him with one word. He's a missile because he's flying to the ball, freaky athletic, 447 speed, and a 42-inch vertical from a linebacker. Dude is a monster. And I read an interesting stat about him. He's actually the third linebacker that Ron Rivera has drafted in the first round during his career. The other two, some pretty good players. Luke Keekley, you familiar with him? He's pretty yes. good. Yep. Shaq Thompson, he's pretty good yep. as well. So the former linebacker, Ron Rivera, knows what he's doing in that position. So Jamin Davis, he's joined by veteran linebacker John Bostic, who's put together back-to-back 100 tackle seasons. They've got Cole Holcomb. He's a nice player. And then the secondary, Landon Collins and Kendall Fuller. Um, they're decent players as well. And so this unit has very few weaknesses and based on their youth, Bill Jones, I think that's going to be the case for a lot of years. I like what Washington's doing. I love everything that you've said about the Washington football team. I will also throw in the name Jack Del Rio, the defensive coordinator. He probably uh, harkens back to his days as a player with the Cowboys when Jimmy Johnson used that same philosophy in building the Dallas defense that Washington has done by – I mean, they were acquiring via trade or mainly through the draft uh, so many defensive linemen where they were able to, from the likes of, you know, Leon Lett was a seventh-round draft pick uh, back in the day when the Cowboys were winning Super Bowls. Russell Maryland was the number one overall pick one year. They acquired Tony Casillas. They had Chad Hennings. They had Tony Tolbert. They had uh, Charles Haley. And people forget about Jim Jeffcoat, who is already on the team. I mean, we're, I just throw out eight names probably around that right there. Uh, Jimmy Jones got a big contract with the Rams, and nobody remembers him from that team, but he was in that rotation as well, made a play in the Super Bowl, the first Super Bowl win over Buffalo. But that's the type of stuff that, and Jack Del Rio was a linebacker on the Cowboys team when Jimmy Johnson uh, took over. So that's a great formula for success, and it's working in Washington. All right. My uh, team number two, I'm going with another former assistant coach with the Cowboys, Matt Eberflus, his defensive coordinator for the Indianapolis Colts, a Colts team that, of course, went 11 and five last year. And uh, they acquired Carson Wentz and a lot of focus on him in the offseason. But uh, I love what Eberflus has done with that defense. And it starts with a great second round draft pick, of course, that they made uh, in 2018, Darius Leonard who is Rookie of the Year that year. He is the nucleus of that defense. But they've also added parts. They spent some money last year with DeForest Buckner, uh, who's a, obviously a former uh, top-of-the-first-round draft pick in San Francisco a number of years ago. They went defense in the first round uh, this year with Quiddy Pay, the 21st overall pick. 
but I think that they can ease him in even as a first-round pick. Uh, one of the moves that I loved last year in the draft was the safety Julian Blackman, who, if you'll recall, Utah last year had, I think there were three DBs that we liked all three of them coming out. And uh, Blackman was a guy that had torn his ACL. He was a cornerback at Utah, and he had torn his ACL but prior to his last year there. And he has corner speed, corner skills, but has been able to convert to safety. And as a rookie last year, started 14 games for Eberflus and the Colts. Indianapolis is doing it right defensively, and I don't see any reason why they can't continue this year. They were third in the league in turnover differential last year, and they were up there second in the league in run defense as well. And uh, even though people don't really talk about the Colts much, I think there's reason to talk about this Colts defense. Yeah, I'm with you. If Wentz can play, Bill Jones, I think the Colts are going to be right there in the mix um, with as good a chance as anyone to really knock off the um, Chiefs there in the AFC. All right, let me give you my second team. Speaking of the AFC, so my first team was Washington. They got a bunch of young studs. My second team is a handful of older veterans. How about the Baltimore Ravens? Starting with their defensive line, all 30 years old and older, Calais Campbell, Brandon Williams, and then a Bill Jones favorite, that's Derek Wolf. I know that's one of the years. Yeah, guys. that's right. Yeah. All still playing good football. Their linebackers are highlighted by Pernell McPhee, and then one of their young stars, that's Patrick Queen, who's entering year two as a rookie. Kind of had an up and down year. Still led the team in tackles. Third in defensive rookie of the year. But I've been reading a lot. They're expecting a pretty major step forward for Patrick Queen here as he enters his sophomore season. Now to the secondary where they may have the best in the NFL. Marlon Humphrey, one of the top corners in the league. Listen to the passer ratings against Marlon Humphrey in his first three seasons, 69, 68, and 84. So the total is about 75 passer rating when you throw at Marlon Humphrey. So he's doing a terrific job. And they've also got an all pro corner on the other side. That's Marcus Peters. And he's only gotten better since he got to Baltimore. And so you won't find many corner duos better than that pair. And they've got both safeties returning there in Baltimore, Chuck Clark and Deshaun Elliott. They just have a really nice uh, overall solid unit there in Baltimore. The biggest question, though, how much pressure will they be able to put on opposing quarterbacks? Baltimore blitzed more than any team in the league last season, 45%. But their leading sacker, Matthew Judon, he went to New England. We talked about that with Mike Giardi uh, on our last episode. And then Yannick Ngakwe, he signed with Vegas. And so right now, the player returning with the most sacks last year, that's Calais Campbell, and he had four. So that's definitely going to be an issue for Baltimore. You can expect probably more blitzing because of that. And so I'm excited to see what the Ravens have. There have been some rumors that they're in the market for maybe a veteran, something like somebody like Justin Houston to provide a little bit more pass rush. But historically, we know Baltimore does defense, Bill Jones. They finished in the top 10 
in total D six out of the last seven years. I think that'll happen again, especially with Wink Martindale returning for his fourth season as the DC. Look out for Baltimore. They're going to be a double figure win team again. And we'll be asking the same questions. Can Lamar get over the hump? I think that's where the Ravens uh, will be this season. Really, you can go back 20 years on the Ravens, and they've always played great defense in that's Baltimore. Right. That's, that's the calling card for that entire uh, franchise. It's going to be interesting because I do think, as you mentioned, they need to add another edge rusher. But there's guys out there like a Justin Houston that uh, once they get closer to the start of the season, I think you'll probably be seeing them add. That's great. You know, in Baltimore, plays in a division that's very interesting. I could have very easily, when you look at what Cleveland has added to their defense, they could have been a team that we could have talked about in their defense. And Pittsburgh's another one, right? Of course. I can't wait to see that AFC North. And that leads us to our podcast next week here on Jonesing for Football. Dr. Jones, how about we talk about that AFC North might be the best division in football. I think since he's going to be improved, we know the Browns won a playoff game last year. Pittsburgh was 11-0. They were 11-0 last year, the last team to lose, and then they kind of fell off the map, and we know Baltimore wins 10 or 11 games every year. So we're going to break down the AFC North next week here on Jonesing for Football. All right. That sounds very good. You got big plans this holiday weekend? I do not, actually. I've got nothing planned. I'm actually going to take a weekend off of traveling. I've been traveling a lot, so I'm going to hang here in philadelphia and enjoy the nice weather uh that's my plan hey we've got uh, fireworks uh here on saturday night more fireworks at my daughter's place on sunday night and so it's going to be chock full of swimming and fireworks here in texas so you in the city of brotherly love enjoy your holiday weekend we'll do, do the same here and we look forward to the next episode of not best defenses in the NFL, the next episode of Jonesing for Football and that AFC North, which is the new black and blue division, right? That's right. We'll see you guys next week on Jonesing for Football. <laughs>